welcome to this podcast. When you listen to us, you'll get a pretty good show. <laughs> and we're going to do this whole podcast in singing. Which I wasn't really prepared. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, so, yeah. Welcome yeah. to this show. Mm-hmm. Where we and, never sing. And we talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. And never sing. No, never. Never. Never sing. No. Not us. Not someone else. There's probably a few others, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so we've got a lot of news to discuss this week. Cause... No news whatsoever. <laughs> I, I wish I could say that. Mm-hmm. But we do have news to discuss. It, it's all over the place, actually. So. Oh, you don't say, do you? Jesus Christ almighty. Yeah, I, I wish I could say that it isn't, but it, it, it is. So. Yeah. Um, let's start off on the injury front mm-hmm. where both AEW and WWE suffered some big losses over I mean the- we're, they're all dropping us flies it seems like yeah over the last 24 to 48 hours yeah everybody's like oh fuck <laughs> um so so we'll start with the the one that first came out and that's Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. So we saw Omega Wednesday night on mm-hmm. Dynamite in a segment with Jericho, Ricky Starks, and Big Bill. And he didn't look like himself. He didn't look good at all. No. Like, when you look at someone and you could tell, you know, they just don't look themselves, you you, you could tell. So, Kenny Omega was hospitalized, and he reported this on Twitter. But the long story short is he has diverticulitis. Yeah, I know somebody else that does that. Yep. So, he is going to be out for a long time. And the match that was announced for World's End more than likely is not going to happen now, referring to uh, Jericho and Omega against Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the AEW tag titles. Um, Tony Khan last night during the Ring of Honor final battle media scrum was asked about Kenny Omega's health and what updates he could provide. So this is the, this is the statement. Mm, Excuse me. I know Kenny put out a statement of his own, and I completely support it, and I spoke to him today, and of course, we've been very concerned. Honestly, it's hard to focus on pro wrestling with somebody that you care about, somebody that is so responsible for all of this in so many ways. I don't know if we could have launched AEW 
And this would have all been possible without Kenny Omega. Certainly, he's as influential on the launch of AEW as anybody. And he's one of the greatest pro wrestlers in the world. And he's also a really important figure in this promotion, in this business. So I think we're all really concerned, but thankfully he's communicating. I think we're hoping for the best, and it's I think it's taken a turn for the better. The most important thing is that he got help yeah, from the doctors at the right time and didn't wait any yeah. longer because he was in a lot of pain. I don't think anybody knew how sick he was because nobody would have, you know, to be honest. I think I'll leave it to him to give updates because he's already communicating and it's he's already kind of been communicating and it's his health and I don't want to speak for him, but we're all praying for Kenny and thankfully it seems like there's good reasons to be very optimistic, but we were all really worried about him. So it was yeah. honestly really hard the last 24 hours focusing on wrestling when somebody who is a part of our wrestling family has something happening. It's not wrestling like that. So there's, yeah. you know, whenever there's a real life situation like that, it w- that it always takes the most precedence. But we're thinking about Kenny Omega and hoping he gets well very soon and wishing him the best. I could not agree more. I mean, the other one that you mentioned a moment ago is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And that was when he was in MMA. Yeah. And that almost killed Brock Lesnar. Yep. So the fact that they caught it within a reasonable time. Yeah. And, you know, he's responding. Yeah. I think is very good news for everybody. I agree. And hopefully he does get better. It, it it's gonna take a while, honestly. Yeah, I don't I don't think we will see him in the show before Christmas. That would be surprising. It's something that hurts like fuck. I don't think we'll see him probably until March. Yeah, March, April. Yeah. Um, that that's my guess. So if he comes back, because it's a terrible sickness. It, it is. It, it's really bad. Yeah. So, um, sticking with injury news, uh, they announced last night on SmackDown, Charlotte Flair will be out of action upwards of nine months yeah. due to her knee injury. Uh, yeah. The injury the injury occurred during her match with Asuka last week yeah. on SmackDown. Um, the rumor is it's an ACL tear. Yeah. And usually requires at least six months recovery. If she is out nine months, she'll be back probably in September. Yeah. I wonder if she will be back. I I think she will. Yeah. She she's a fighter. She's a competitor. I mean, you maybe. Know. Yeah, maybe she will take this opportunity to go with her husband, who knows, or boyfriend, or whatever. Well, but here's the thing with Charlotte. Mm. She's 
out of the Rumble. Mm -hmm. She was probably going to be a big part of that. Oh, definitely. She's out of WrestleMania. I don't know what part she would have had in WrestleMania, but she's out of WrestleMania. More than likely out of SummerSlam. Yeah. Which is so far away. Like, we're not even thinking about SummerSlam. But she's going to miss the two biggest events of the year. Yeah. And this is the first time that she's had this kind, you know, this major of an injury. Yeah, and it's not that long since she was gone either. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think maybe this will probably, yeah. I hope she takes care of herself because, like you said, she's very, she's very into wrestling. I mean, she's born into wrestling, more or less. I think... She's gonna, you know, she's gonna do the surgery. She'll do the rehab. Um, yeah. and we'll we'll see her. We'll see her again. This is not one of those, you know. This could have been a career-ending injury type. I thing. don't know. Maybe, but we'll have to see. But our wishes go out to Charlotte on her recovery. Absolutely. Um, last night. At the SmackDown taping, mm-hmm. WWE debuted a new concept prior to SmackDown beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the, the title kind of sounds like a drug. <laughs> it does. <laughs> WWE Speed. Yeah. Is the name. I mean, yeah, one of the worst names ever. So the concept is this. Two wrestlers will face each other with a five-minute time limit. Yeah, I like the concept. And the clock goes backwards. Yeah. So basically the concept is you have to win within five minutes. Yeah. What are you eating? Uh, I'm not eating. I'm actually cleaning my my room. That's cleaning? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, if you win the match, you get a point. If you lose a match, you lose a point. In the event that the five minute goes up and there's no winner, it's a draw, no points are awarded. Yeah. Does this feel like AEW or does this feel like AEW? It, it, it kind of, it's almost TNA-like. Yeah. So they had two matches last night. Two Axiom, good matches, by the way. Axiom against Cedric Alexander mm-hmm. and Bronson Reed against Nathan Frazier. Uh, yeah. we, will, we will see what happens... Uh, with the concept, and I, I personally think it's stupid. <laughs> I have no problem saying that. It's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, it's a little like what I complained about last week when we talked about uh, uh, another company stealing TNA's gimmick of King of the Hill. So, um, 
Now, this next news popped up last night while I was uh, recording a show. Okay. Liv Morgan was arrested. Oh, yeah, I saw that. This is so... Mm, okay. Isn't this so, like the second or third time? No. Oh. I think this is the first. I thought it at least was the second. Well, let, let's let's break down the news report. Okay. So, Liv Morgan was arrested in Sumter County, Florida, after a traffic stop. She was arrested for possession of marijuana, not mm. more than 20 grams, possession of drug equipment, and possession of drugs, possibly synthetic cannabinoid, at 6.30 p.m. after a sheriff's deputy saw the yellow Jeep she was operating crossing over the white and yellow lines of a county road. According to the arrest report, when a Sumter County deputy approached Morgan's vehicle, the odor of marijuana was detected. (laughs) Found inside Morgan's vehicle was a small plastic bag containing marijuana and a vape pen that held, and this is in quotes, an oil-like substance. Hmm, I wonder what that oil-like substance was. That substance was tested and proven to be marijuana, according to the report. What a shock. Morgan bonded out for $3,000 and was released later that night. Um, So that was the initial report. Uh, Now we have uh, an update on this. Okay. Morgan is slated to be arraigned on charges of possession of marijuana, not more than 20 grams, and possession of drugs, possibly Mm. synthetic cannabinoid, on Monday, February the 12th, at the Sumter County Courthouse in Florida at 9 a.m. She will need to enter a plea of guilty or not guilty at that hearing. In Florida, possession of drugs, possibly synthetic cannabinoid, is considered a felony in the state and can be punishable by up to a maximum of one year in jail, up to one year of probation, and a $1,000 fine. The charges of possession of marijuana, not more than 20 grams, is a first-degree misdemeanor in Florida. Yeah, yeah. it can be punishable up to one year in jail or on probation, along with a $1,000 fine. The conviction of possession also results in a six-month driving license suspension, random drug testing, and all the reimbursement of all fees related to the sentence. Yeah, she will probably go for a plea deal. I... See, because I, I, again, and I'm going to go back to what you said. I don't know if this is the second time she's been arrested. I think so. I, I, let's look it I up. Have a sneak, I have a sneaking feeling it is her second time. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. I could be wrong. I mean, if this is her first offense, yeah. Then I I think the thousand dollars and maybe the probation is probably going to be the best for mm-hmm. her. I, I really do. 
Um, let's and see. it's not that much, to be honest. Like right. Um. No, I I don't see anything. Okay. Else, so. Okay, I was probably wrong then. Yeah, so we're going to assume that this is her first offense. Mm-hmm. And if that is the case, then I, I do think she will take the plea deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with you on that, although I'm not a legal expert. She's 29 years old. So wow. she's still a youngin, in a way. Yeah. I think this is one of these situations where she made a mistake mm-hmm. and she probably is going to learn from this. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I agree. Plus, she is very well liked in WWE. Very much so, yeah. Very much with the fans. Although I do see... The possibility of her getting punished for a little while once she returns, when mm-hmm. she returns. Um, I, I could see that happening for a little while. And then once she come, you know, once that's done, she'll be right back into the thick of things. So. But we'll, we'll see, you know, what happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's talk about what happened on Raw Monday night. Uh, CM Punk <sighs> announced he's going to be in Raw. And what a shock! I know, right? I really thought he was going to NXT, said absolutely no one. <laughs> and he has officially announced himself as a participant in the Royal Rumble. Which, and I'm going to pull up the calendar right now. It's the one year anniversary. No, the ten year anniversary. Six weeks from today. Yeah, and it's and it's something anniversary. Yeah, next. Yeah, it'll be ten years since that incident. Yeah. So let let let's talk about the right now what we have for the Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. because we have plenty of time. Right now. The only people that we know for certain that will be in that match are Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. And funny enough, I think one of them will win. That's the thing. I, yeah. I right now, at they this are the front time, runners. Yeah, those two are the favorites. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I was thinking maybe Randy Orton could be uh, another one. Well, I'm kind of glad you brought that up. Because, and we're actually going to do a little bit of a spoiler here. So, if you don't want to hear what I'm about to say, uh, skip, like, maybe two minutes. Okay. and, And then join us again. Okay, I think they've left. Mm-hmm. So they did a taping for this coming week's, next week's SmackDown. Because oh, already? Yeah, because everyone is going to be off from the 19th to the 25th for, for the holiday. Okay. Which is, you know, good move. There will be a triple threat match 
on the first SmackDown of the new year. Randy Orton, LA Knight, and AJ Styles. The winner of that match faces Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble for the uh, Universal Championship. That has to be Orton, I would think. Bro? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm thinking. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that has to be Orton winning that match. And then Mm -hmm. you could have LA Knight and Styles be in the Rumble. Hmm. And then the other thing is what do you have Seth defend his title at the Rumble? Mm. I, I would think you would, wouldn't you? Because mm. they announced on Raw Monday night that Seth is going to defend the title against Drew McIntyre mm. on the first Raw of the new year. So maybe that could lead to another title match at the Royal Rumble. You think so? Maybe. I mean, hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying it is. It's a possibility. I think. And then we also got to think about the women's Royal Rumble. Kind of go for full circle with. Uh, the news last night about Charlotte and Liv Morgan being arrested. What's going to happen with the women's rumble? You know, who's the favorite there or favorites? Because mm. right now, with six weeks to go until the rumble, there's no real favorite, I think, for the women's rumble. Uh, no, no, right now, I agree that there's no favorite. I, uh, yeah, I think, uh, a wheel was, uh, yeah, some things were put in the wheel now that, uh, because I, I think, uh, Charlotte was a big contender. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just trying to think, like. You've got Becky, who has not been in the title mix for, you know, the main titles for a long time. You've got Bailey, with everything going on with damage control. And that's really it. Like, I can't think of anybody else. Unless you want to bring up... Unless you want to bring up Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying like she's going to win it, but yeah, now might be a good time, you know. So the the, the six weeks leading up to the Rumble is going to be very interesting, you know. Yeah. And I think Triple H, I I don't know if he already has in his mind who's going to win the Men's Rumble. I think he does. I think 
see, in my mind, I'm thinking Cody should win it, but you just got Punk back, and you might want to put Punk over. So, remains to be seen, my friend. Remains. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, CM Punk. Mm hmm. Did you hear about what happened with Ryback this week? No. Oh, my gosh. This is hilarious. Okay. So, for those who remember, a few weeks ago, he was supposed to quit, right? Yeah. Ryback yeah. said. If CM Punk returns, then I will retire. Mm-hmm. Well, Punk returned. Mm-hmm. And then Ryback was like, oh, I meant if he returns to AEW, then I'll retire. Mm. So, Ryback, being the social individual that he is, mm-hmm. goes on to Twitter. This week. Of course. Because that's where you tell all your stories. I mean, it's so smart to go on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he tells this story of how he went to a taco. <sighs> he went through the drive through mm-hmm. And, you know, he was getting dinner. So he pulls up to the window to get his food. There's a young man there. And he's like, hey, aren't you supposed to be retired? And he's like, (laughs) what are you talking about? You said if CM Punk came back, you would retire. Mm -hmm. So they get into this argument. And the man... Sorry about that, folks. We uh, had a little bit of a... Technical issues. Yes. Technical issues. Okay. So... Oh, here it is. Okay. So I'm going to read what Ryback had posted. Okay. I just had a horrible interaction with a Taco Bell employee. Oh, my God. Probably Probably the first real bad interaction I had with somebody possibly ever. To order the food, I got to the window. A woman took the order. This kid, I gave him my card, and he's literally into my car. Like, not all the way into my window, but, like, just staring at me. Like, I give him my card, and I go to grab my phone. I turn around, and he's just right in my face. He goes, big guy. I go, yeah. He says, probably live in Vegas? I go, yeah. He says, You're not retiring? I just look at him and I go, what? He says, CM Punk. And he has a little smirk on his face. He's just trying to be a smartass. And I go, all right, give me my food. He says, give me a picture. And I go, no, give me my food. And this kid starts getting an attitude like, Hmm. oh, you're mean and some other shit. And I just go Mm -hmm. off. Then this other chick comes and I tell her, get this effing piece of shit away from me. 
doesn't even say, please, can I have a picture? He just says, give me a picture. Oh, boy. Yeah. Feed me more. Feed me more, indeed. Feed me more Ryback content, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh, man. See, Ryback, who is probably our age or close to our age, he should know, of all people, when you put stuff out like that on social media, you better expect somebody to go right back at you, you know? Yeah, right back at you. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Oh, thank you. Good. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here all night. <laughs> Is you know I, I'm starting to think at this point, Ryback should just be put on that small list of people who should not be involved with social media. He just shouldn't. But what am I to say? You know. Hmm. And then my other question is. Why are you going to a Taco Bell? Why? You go anywhere else, but you have to go to a Taco Bell. I I, I don't get people, Fro. Yeah. Fro? Oh, there you are. Yeah. I just... Yeah, feed me just... more. <laughs> yeah, feed me more Ryback. Um, trying to think of hers. Oh, the, you know what? There is one more thing. There, there is one more story I want to report, and then we'll uh, wrap up the show for this week. And this is kind of interesting news. So we're going to go to Japan for the story. Uh, there we go. So New Japan announced that they will be joining, or they will be one of nine promotions that will start a new industry group representing professional wrestling in Japan. It is called United Japan Pro Wrestling. The purpose of this, or the mission statement, is to further the presence of pro wrestling and its cultural merit in in Japanese society at large, allowing professional wrestling to contribute further to cultural and sporting sectors and work toward continued health and prosperity of the industry. The background to this is the pandemic. So the pandemic, and this is what's on the website, the pandemic made it apparent that there was a lack of communication and unified approach to event guidelines and no common point of contact between the industry and national and municipal governments. 
There was also a desire to discuss issues surrounding wrestler health and safety, including in their online presence, to create a pipeline to other sporting organizations and to further the image of professional wrestling through issues of corporate social responsibility. There was a shared desire between members of the group to continue existing competition within the marketplace while also sharing relevant information and know-how on these and other socioeconomic issues. Um, The formation of the group will be marked by an event on May the 6th, 2024 in Budokan under the banner of United Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, The promotions that are working together for those that are curious, are New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Noah, DDT Pro Wrestling, Genbare Pro Wrestling, Big Japan Pro Wrestling, Dragon Gate, Stardom, and Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. What is Tokyo Joshi? I have never heard that's, about that before. That, that's uh, women's. Pro oh, oh, women's. Okay, cool. So basically, from what I get from this, it's not a union okay. in a way, but it's more of like a let's excuse me. Let's spread the word out okay. of what pro wrestling can be in Japan. Mm. That that's the way I kind of take it. Okay. And I I actually think it's a very admirable thing on, yeah. on everybody's part. Just don't expect that to happen anytime soon in the United States. No, never, <laughs> ever. It's sad, um, but it's true. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I could see it in England. Honestly. I, I, I could see in a few other places, Mexico, Canada, um, possibly a few other countries in Europe, Germany, perhaps. Mm. But that, but that kind of thing that that'll that'll never happen in the U.S. I'm I'm sorry, unless it's like the small independent promotions, then I can mm. see it happening. But mm. all right, um, that's gonna just about do it actually yeah so what do we have on another digital citizen this week oh now it's really starting to be the new years because uh or close to the new years because next week we will talk about our top favorite five films of the year and top least favorite films of the year and we will do that with Trivial Theater. That is going to be a blast. I am always looking forward to doing those lists when we come this near the new year. Wonderful. Yeah. Did you, I, I, I'm kind of curious. Did you guys at all talk about the horrendous SNL skit this past week? No, we don't. Uh, oh. so I will say this. If anybody listening to this, or you, want us to talk about things on the show, talk to, uh, to Luke on Facebook. He's there. I, I will, because yeah. I watched that skit. 
Okay. It, it was okay. So to set it up for everybody, it is the hearing with the the deans of the colleges. It was like Harvard, Penn, and and another one. Fro, it was one of the worst Saturday Night Live skits I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And this is how crazy it gets. Because I didn't find this out until like two or three days after the, the, the skit happened. Cecily Strong, who was a cast member for many, many years, one of my favorites. She's a real cutie, by the way. Was supposed to make a guest appearance in that skit. And she felt so uncomfortable with the writing of the skit that she pulled out in the last minute. That's how bad the skit was. Think about that. A former cast member pulls out basically at the 11th hour of that skit. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. That that tells you how bad that is. Um, yep. So if you have any questions or comments, send an email. ThatWrestlingShow11 at gmail.com. Uh, you, can, you can follow the show on Twitter, WrestlingShow11. Uh, join us on Instagram, ThatWrestlingShow. And check out our Facebook group, that wrestling show fan group where we have over 500 members. Now to plug our friends and other podcasts you should check out. Uh, starting out with our vantage point this week. Another episode in the 1986 canon. They are still in May. May the 17th of 86 is the episode they watch. Uh, so check them out. Now, Fro, I have to mention greetings from Allentown. Because they did a really good episode that came out this week. Because they didn't watch wrestling on the mm-hmm. latest episode. They watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ooh. And you get some good stuff in that one. So check it out. Greetings from Allentown. Uh, also, check out our friends at Juice Pro Wrestling, where this week it is part two of their interview with deathmatch wrestler Eric Dillinger. He talks about his match against Masada and a lot more. So check it out. That is this week on Juice Pro Wrestling. Uh, if you're looking for non-wrestling-related podcasts, check out David Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Where this week, it is part one of an interview with first assistant director. I didn't even know that was an actual position, but it is <laughs> Emily Newman. So that is this week on Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Check out Acid Wash Memories, where this week the topic is Toys Are Us. Mm. Oh, how I miss Toys Are Us. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I'm sure people are singing that song right now. So, But check it out, Acid Washed Memories. Also, check out SMB, a South Park review, 
where this week they review the season 14 episode, Crippled Summer. That is <laughs> this week on SMB. Mm-hmm. Also, check out Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast where I watch and review each and every South Park episode. We are near the end of season 22, as this week I review the episode Unfulfilled. <coughs> nice. Hear how many versions of the song 16 Tons have been done since that first came out? So check that out. How many times? Uh, a lot. Let's just say that. Also, uh, the DK and Bell Wrestling Podcast. This time, we review In Your House 5 Seasons Beatings, which features Bret Hart and Davey Boy Smith for the WWF title, Random Signs Galore, and Santa Claus Becomes a Bad Guy. Yep, that happened. Wow. Yeah. And finally, check out the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. Oh! Where we did our picks for this week's NFL games. And, Fro, I believe it is time for you to make Uh, your picks for the week. And as I always say, bet on it for me. Um. Now, I should mention to Fro, uh, in the previous time, he went two and three on his picks. Because you had five games, you went two and three. That's not bad. No. All right. So we have a mix of Saturday games, Sunday games, and a Monday night game. So we'll start with the Saturday games. Uh, the Vikings at the Bengals. Uh, <clears throat> the Vikings. Okay. Steelers at Colts. Uh, Steelers. Okay. Broncos at Lions. Lions. Chiefs at Patriots. Uh, Chiefs. Okay. Giants at Saints. Uh, Giants. Okay. Cowboys at Bills. I will let you win something, Bill. So. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Ravens at the Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars. Okay. And the Eagles at the Seahawks. Uh, Eagles. All right. We will see how Fro does, but you guys can check out the podcast, uh, the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast, currently up right now. Fro... Next week is going to be our last episode of the year. (laughs) But you know what? Before we say goodbye to 2023, you and I, we're going to have one last good run at the year. 
We're going to talk about the good and the bad in 2023. We're going to talk about our favorite wrestlers of the year, some of our favorite matches of the year. We're going to have a lot of fun as we are going to say goodbye to 2023 as we throw it over the top rope and both feet hit the arena floor. So hope you guys join us for the final episode of this year next week on that wrestling show. So until then, everybody have a good, safe week and come back next week for another episode of that wrestling show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And as always, feed me more. Give me a picture.